Welcome to Life, Love, and Lessons, a safe space where we do all things with love and opulence. This podcast is for men and women of all ethnicities, experiences, opinions, life paths, and professional or rough backgrounds who are somehow involved in the space of dating or relationships, whether it's online or in person, or simply interested in love, spirituality, living the good life, learning, or just here to be inspired, entertained, intrigued, or in tune with life's personal pleasures. Listen intently, open your mind, and vibe. Alante Anise, and today's topic, if you've been listening, is not what you expected. I think a lot of people expected this week, even myself, to be the love series and start off with me interviewing my first person for Life, Love, and Lessons. However, life happened. And to be quite honest, because this is a show about transparency and just being open and honest, right? I haven't felt like it. I don't really want to do a lot of talking. I don't really want to interview someone right now. Um, And coincidentally, the person that I want to start off interviewing understands, (laughs) you know. So uh, thankfully, I have other things to talk about that I wanted to talk about before I started the love series that I completely forgot because I'm human. And it slipped my mind. And as much as I'm a planner and write things down, I did not write this down. So without further ado, today is going to be about me going through the chapters of my first book. And my first book is a lot of like the love series and a way in which it was me detailing my online dating experience in California, which people still ask me about. I don't walk around marketing my book because that's just not my personality. However, people still just ask me, so what was it like in California? What was your dating life like in California? You know, did you date? Did you have like one person in California that was like your boo, your go-to, a friend that you went to for, you know, whatever you needed kind of thing? (laughs) And so this episode is going to be about that. So first and foremost, if you're a man or a woman and you have not gotten your copy of Swipe Left, Swipe Right, Conversations and Solutions for men who don't get replies or can't secure the girl by Anise, please show your love and your support and go get that. It is available on Amazon. The link is in the information toolbox of the podcast. However, I just want to say that when I wrote this book, I was young and irritated. (laughs) Uh, Still learning how to do everything with love and from love at the beginning stages of it. Um, I do still love the book and it is a reflection of who I was at the time and who I am still to this day. Obviously, I've evolved, but I still stand by pretty much everything that I've written in this book. Um, The only difference between then and now is that I'm learning how to compromise. Um, Maybe there are some things in this book that I was like, no, I'm not dealing with it, that I might be able to not so much as deal with it as much as just allow more patience to come through. As I, you know, talk to the person who's irritating me or doing something or not doing something that I don't like and compromise. Like, okay, this is not your style or this is not your personality, but I really like you. So let's figure out how we can agree to disagree. Where can we make up? You know, you know, maybe I could do that now. I don't know, but I have not 
written things out and prepared this podcast beforehand because when I do that, I tend to talk for hours. <laughs> so uh, I am going to actually either way I can talk for hours, but I'm just going to look at the chapters and tell you right now my thoughts on these things. And then if you've read the book or if you read the book, you can see how much I've grown, if I've grown or, you know, whether you agree or not. So much like most books or anything you're going to deliver to the world, it came with an introduction. And I remember writing this introduction from a mindset of like, a lot of men will not receive this well, Um, meaning I know there I know that I'm not for everybody and I know that everybody has different perspectives and point of views and opinions and things like that. But I wanted this to be a fun book. I wanted men to be able to read this and laugh and reflect and be intrigued and think about some things and be moved to either do something differently or share it with a friend who may need some help. And I am so grateful that I had um, at least 10 men, maybe more, you know, reach out to me and tell me that they read this book and they really enjoyed it and they're going to share it and or do things differently. So my prayers were answered and I absolutely love that. So I remember just saying, be open-minded. And I'm a huge advocate for being open-minded, right? Um, I run into a lot of people who do things a way that I wouldn't prefer or suggest. And I don't say, oh, I'm not going to deal with this. I say, okay, this is how you do things. Have you realized that you do things this way? And do you think that's the best way to do things? Well, let me show you how that impacted me. And um, yeah, let's go from there because I'm open-minded. So I'm not really sure why a person responded the way that they did or said what they said in the way that they said it kind of thing. For example, um, almost everybody is meeting online right now simply because of the time that we're in and COVID-19 being very real and people not wanting to go out or businesses being closed, but we're still human and we still want to have that one person or few people or try to interact with someone with the potential to be our significant other someday when all of this stuff is settled. So you don't really know a person when you meet them. And so I think it's important to go into these introductions with people, very open-minded. And the first thing that you see is the image of a person that they decide to share, right? That's the very first thing you see. And then after that, what do you get? The communication, the way that they decide to communicate with you, the content, the dialogue, the grammar, the conversation. So, All of these things were chapter one through chapter five in my book. All of the very first things that you see. And I'm not one. I'm not really going to talk about what's in the book because I want you to read the book. But I'm going to talk about recently what's been going on since I've been off of the dating sites, because I did mention at the end of this book that I was going to give it a break. And I did give it a break. And then I did revisit them. When I move, and so I'll talk about that. So I have dating apps. One, I think, maybe two. But the purpose of me having dating dating apps right now is really to market my book. I do have, like, one of my pictures in my bio is a picture of my book. And I do mention my book in my bio and how you can get it. So it's more so like, hey, I'm Alante and Nice. Uh, this is where I'm at. This is what I do. Check out this copy of this book that I wrote. I would love your support. Something like that, right? Um, Because I'm really not looking to date or meet anyone in particular, really just wanting to put it out in the universe that I have this really good book for men. Um, Sometimes I get bored and 
Um, or in the past, I don't have the app right now, but in the past I would get bored and I would go swiping left and right and things like that. And But still wouldn't really have too much conversation. I've given a few men some attention. Um, thankfully, you know, I've met some great people re- recently. Um, however, there are a lot of people who just go from my bio on the dating site to my social media, which is fine. Because I have my social media tag on my bio. Um, It used to say, do not reach out to me on social media. This is just so you can see that I'm real. Because a lot of men will be like, oh, this is a catfish situation. Or she can't be real. She's using somebody else's picture or whatever. Something like that. Um, So I decided to put my social media tag. And my pages are not private. Anybody can search me. I have nothing to hide. (laughs) And um, so a lot of men, even when seen, do not reach out to me on social media. Social media is not a dating site. They will still hop up in my DM and be like, hey, I found you on this dating app and I want to know if I can get to know you. And immediately I'm thinking, you made it all the way down to the end of my bio to see my Instagram name. So you just completely didn't read the part where it said, do not hop in my DMs <laughs> on Instagram. And so I'm, I'm just a little bothered because so you ignore me now. OK, but we do everything from love. Right. So I'm like, hey, thanks for reaching out. I really appreciate you and I appreciate your gesture. However, I'm not interested. And the audacity. Some men will be like, okay, understood. Or they just won't respond and they'll politely unfollow me and I never hear from them again. But some men get upset. Because <laughs> what do I do? Just like on a dating site, I see somebody in my, um, what is it called on Instagram? When, you don't, when you're not friends with somebody and they send you a message. And it goes into another mailbox that's separate from everybody else's mail. And you kind of get don't get a notification. This other senders or whatever it is. I go to their bio or their Instagram profile to see who they are, what, what they're about, what image are they giving me. And so one guy was like, uh... Showing a bunch of drugs and like it was like marijuana and alcohol and middle fingers and parties. And it was just not my taste. Right. Not my style. (laughs) And his whole profile was about that drugs and alcohol. And I was like, hey, I think he had braids. And I think I wrote about braids in the book. Uh, I'm not I'm not for it. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, But I was like, hey, thank you for reaching out. I'm not interested, but thank you. And he's like, how do you know you're not interested? I'm like, here we go with this. (laughs) I don't like when somebody asks me, how do I know I'm not interested? I mean, like, I respect it. I get it. You want to know, like, how did I just so quickly decide or come up with that fact that I'm not interested. And this is the way I see it. Why does it matter? I just told you I'm not interested. Your next response should be like, okay, thank you for your time or lack thereof or whatever. You know, um, but however, I understand everyone's need to know because I need to know a lot of things too. So I'm respectful of that and understanding. And I say something like, you know, hey, your image or what's your portraying on your side or just looking at you I can tell that I would not be physically attracted to you and so I would never look at you romantically because there's nothing about you that makes me want to look at you romantically and that's not saying that you're ugly or not attractive you're just not attracted to me and so whatever it is I have to explain this to the person and one of the guys recently said something like you don't even know. He like, this is this is Instagram. You don't know my life <laughs> or something he said. 
And I said, you're absolutely right. However, I know what you decided to share with the world about your life based on what I just seen and based on what you decided to share. I'm not interested. Don't make this an argument. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, listen, I drink. My whole family smokes. All my friends smoke. Like, I'm not saying you're a bad person or that you don't deserve love because you drink and smoke and party and hold up your middle finger. I'm just telling you, I don't want to be involved with you because this is who you are. This is what you decide you want to share with the world. And I don't like it. It's tasteless. He was like, I see why you're single. (laughs) And I get that a lot. A lot of times when I tell someone that I'm not interested they, you know, send me their dis- displeasure of whatever they think, why I'm not interested or whatever. And then they say, you know what? I can see why you're single. And I'm like, straight up? Okay. Um, well, I know exactly why I'm single. So I don't, you know, like indulge or keep playing the back and forth game. I just stop. Like I just block the person because I know... You may be thinking, like, why don't you just block these people, ignore them, delete them, and move on with your life? And again, you know, um, when I think of doing everything from love, I think what somebody might feel like being ignored, what somebody might feel like just being blocked without explanation, what somebody might feel like, um, you know, not having their questions answered when it's not, it's not the end of the world for me to answer and so, and I, and I also do believe that, who knows, maybe my response might help a person, maybe by giving them some insight on what I perceived or how whatever it is, whether it's the way they approach me or what's on their profile or how they came about doing things, maybe my perception or my opinion and me sharing how it put me away or turned me away, maybe that can help them in the future and maybe they'll think differently but they'll do things differently next time. And the next time they hop in somebody's DM, right, they'll have a better perception of who they are and their life on their bio. It won't be drugs and alcohol that they're promoting. And, you know, um, they'll just be more like dating material. (laughs) And so I don't know. I don't know if men are like really hating me because I'm not interested or if they really like, oh, this girl's single because she's too closed minded to want to give me a chance to get to know her just because I'm promoting drugs and alcohol on my Instagram. It's just Instagram. You know, I don't know what's on people's mind. All I know is I'm fully aware that just because you're promoting drugs and alcohol does not mean that that's all you're about. Um, however, I don't think it's anything wrong with telling someone you know what? I'm not interested because what I see, I don't like it. And I don't even want to move forward, waste any time or try to get past all those layers of drugs and alcohol to figure out who you really are. I don't have the time or the patience right now. And that's OK. And I was like, you know what? I'm not telling you that I see why you single because look at your profile. I can tell you single. No, I didn't say that. Because I don't know why you're single. A lot of times we just make some really, really drastic assumptions or opinions about people that we just do not know. And we need to stop doing that. The bottom line is, if he or she is not interested and they tell you they're not interested, it's okay. Just say okay and, you know, whatever kind respectful thing you want to say after that if there's anything and go on your way um and so moving on into the content that we decide to share the bios and conversation there are still people even in texas who put if i put something in here then what do we have to talk about i'm like what are you kidding there's so much to talk about stop playing (laughs) Oh, man. So I'm just like, I, I'm i just not about to play these games with people. Um, and let's talk about jokes. And 
sometimes you are just naturally joking, like a nat- a jokester naturally, and you make jokes and you say things to with purpose or intentions to make people laugh. I think that it's wise for people, if you haven't already, think before you speak. If you haven't adopted that, that exercise of thinking before you speak, try it. Because if you're somebody who, somebody you make jokes and everybody don't laugh and you got to always explain why you came up with the joke or why you're, why you have that type of personality. Maybe it's about your delivery or the way you're saying it or how you're saying it. And I'm not saying this because I just know I'm saying because this is what I had to do. Right. When somebody told me that I come off very judgmental and just like me, what did I have to do? I had to stop and think before I spoke. And I had to think like, okay, I'm about to say this. That might not sound right to this person because I understand that everybody is different. I can talk to this person like that and they won't think anything of it. But if I talk to this person like that, they're going to think that, you know, I'm out to get them or I'm being mean or I'm trying to criticize them or I don't like them or whatever it may be. Right. And so I had to have the insight to know better and so that I could do better. And so I'm saying this because I've met a few people recently here in Texas who just kind of don't get it. And one of them had said something about being a nurse. Um, And so he was like, you know, maybe it's because I'm a nurse and we're used to like, you know, the nasty bedside or derogatory or negative jokes like the the harmful jokes. Like that's just how we joke in the hospital. And I'm just like, so I'm supposed to be okay with that? Like, Okay, I don't work in the hospital. I'm not one of your patients. There's a time and place, right? You know, there's a time and place for everything. Don't take your behavior from your job. That's okay with everybody that you work with and bring it into your dating life. If you know that it might not be um, appropriate, right? So... This right here is just me urging people to think about what they say before they say it when you're first getting to know someone. Because, I mean, me and this guy were so at the beginning of the stages that I didn't even know he was a nurse to even consider that when he said that bad joke, that it had something to do with his job. Or, you know, he he adapted that from his job. So what I'm saying is, Some people I think are going to talk about when we get into the love series, different levels of dating. So I'm not going to get too deep into these levels of dating here. But think about what you're giving a person at the beginning and how you're coming off. Because you can easily push somebody away or force someone to disengage when you didn't want that. Just by, you know, saying a joke or... Something like that. And you'll be like, it's not that serious. And so it's not that serious. But what space am I in right now, right? I'm not really in a dating spirit. I don't really have the patience, the time, or feel like it. Um, If that makes sense, if you don't know, I am definitely ready and I'm open and I'm available. However, I have a lot going on right now that I'm figuring out and that I'm unfolding and, you know, in this transition stage of my life. And I need to get back to a place of where I'm used to being. I need to get back to my normal or be better than my normal so that I can fully give my time and my attention and efforts to someone. And so I'm being cautious up front with people and letting them know like, hey, you know, it's going to take some time to get through to me because that's not really my priority right now. Dating is not my priority. It's not my focus because I got some things that I'm doing, right? So when I meet somebody and they just immediately rub me the wrong way, I'm like, "Mm, you know what? I really don't got time to be compromising with you because it ain't even that serious. I'm not even trying to be dating right now. So I'm going to just let you go. 
You know, it's not that I don't, I can't look past the joke because to be quite honest, this guy, I said, when he said this bad joke, it was on a text and I said, wow. And I was about to say, I didn't expect that. And right after I said, wow, he was like, so I see you can't take a joke. I was like, hmm, okay. And I just put laugh out loud, like, okay. Sorry you feel that way. Uh, Because that's not the case at all, right? I can take a joke. I didn't think it was funny. I didn't know why he said it. And then he went on to explain himself and why he said it. But I thought it was interesting that he was like, Oh, I see you can't take a joke because I said, wow. And he didn't let me finish, you know, and uh, I was just like, in my mind, I was like, I don't have time for this. (laughs) This is the type of person that's going to be making assumptions about how I feel and what I think and how I'm perceiving things. And I'm going to have to explain myself a little bit too much. And I just don't feel like it. And so I just stopped talking to him. Right. And so the purpose of this is just to let you all know that, hey, think before you speak, be mindful about the person that you're speaking to, especially when they don't know you Um, and take your time. Be patient. Don't make assumptions about what someone thinks or how they're feeling or what they perceive. Ask for clarity. Literally, that's all you have to do. Like instead of him saying, oh, I see you can't take a joke. And then immediately assuming that because I said, wow, I couldn't take his joke. He could have said, did you perceive that in a negative way or did I hurt your feelings or did that throw you off? How did that joke make you feel? And then I would have said, oh, it's fine. I didn't expect it. I'm not sure where you got it from. However, you know, it's cool. I'm cool. We good. And he would have known, okay, she's cool. She can take a joke, you know, and I'm going to tell her that, you know, because of my profession, what I do, this is the type of joking that I do. And I need to be more mindful about who I'm talking to, you know, but because of his assumption making and he lost me because I don't have time for that. And. This happens with other people quite often where we assume what people think or how they feel. And I'm a really big person about like asking like, so did you mean this or did you mean that? Because I think we all naturally assume or perceive things to be a certain way. But I'm the type of person that I'm, I'm, I think that you're I think what you're saying is that you love me, but I want to be sure <laughs> That's what you said, because I don't want to be thinking that you love me a week from now. And you'd be like, oh, that's not what I meant when I said that. You know, and so I I think it's important to learn to ask for clarity. Also, can you just be direct? What are you trying to say exactly? Like the beating around the bush, the reading between the lines, like say what you mean and mean what you say. I'm all over the place right now, but so many things are coming to my mind as I talk about this. And I'm going to briefly mention something that happened to me the other day. But that mean what you say and say what you mean attitude is so important, especially when dating and get to know someone. Because, again, people can't read your mind. Don't imply something and be very passive about it. Like, who who got time? You know what? I can't wait for women and men to get on here and talk about what they like and what they don't like because I know I'm not crazy. And the type of men or type of man that I'm describing or trying to convince men to evolve into is like a top tier kind of man. The man that women want the man that women need, one who was like, hey, I want to see you. Come see, come meet me here at this time on this day. This is the dress code. Let me know if you're not available, if I need to reschedule. Otherwise, I can't wait to see you. <laughs> what? 
Okay. Like, you know, top tier. Um, my little sister sent me a message the other day. Uh, a guy wanted him to, wanted her to come visit. And this is not a guy that she's dating, by the way. This is just a friend. Strictly platonic. I love it. It's just the type of man that he is. He was like, okay, cool. Um, here are the flight. Here are some flight options for you. Pick which flight is available to you within your time frame, and um, and then just all these different details. So basically, he was like, "I'm buying you a flight. Pick out of these flights which one you're available for, and these dates that you're available, and let me know which one you choose, and I'll have someone come pick you up." And you know, and it was just like, yes, because the the whole like. Navigating that we have to do nowadays to get to the point is just too much sometimes. And I know a lot of people will be like, well, Alante, this is why you don't have patience. This is where you need patience. And I understand that. I do have patience, which is why I politely go through all the non-wanted steps of getting a man to tell me what he wants. Because I understand not every man is top tier like that. However, it would be much, much appreciated, <laughs> extremely grateful. Um, and instead of you saying, I want to do this. Um, let's example. I want to go hiking. Me. Okay. You know, like, what do you. So I'm assuming you want me to say, oh, okay. Let's go hiking or, oh, we should go. You want me to make the plans. (laughs) You want me to initiate this hiking trip, even though this is what you want to do. And in my mind, I'm like, okay. So he just told me what he wants to do. And I guess I'm supposed to respond in a way of like, okay, well, let's do it. But here's the problem with that. You just told me what you wanted to do. I don't want to assume that you're telling me you want to do it with me because you didn't say that. You said you want to do this. I don't want to assume that this is a date because you didn't say that. I don't want to assume that you want me to make plans because you didn't ask for that. You know, it's just like, so now I have to take the time to ask you all these follow-up questions about this thing that you want to do only to find out that you wanted it to be a date between me and you on this day at this time. Why didn't you just say that? You know what I'm saying? Just like, oh, okay. I can go on and on about things like this that happen in communication and conversation when men are not being direct, not saying what they want, wanting you to read between the lines. They're implying things. Um and wanting you to kind of assume or read their mind that you know exactly why they imply what they imply. And it's just crazy. Like, oh, I got a, I bought some wine. I bought some liquor and I'm going to be at home all night. Okay. Have fun. Drink responsibly. But the guy is like, she was supposed to be like, okay, what time you want me to come over? What you get for us to drink? ain't nobody got time (laughs) you know so really I'm encouraging you all to be direct say what you mean mean what you say the other day before I deleted my uh, dating app one of the dating apps that I have when used when I get bored there was this guy and I was thinking and this was some weeks ago and I was like, you know what? He's quite attractive. He doesn't have much in his bio. But you know what? I'm not being that person anymore. I'm not somebody who's not talking to somebody because they have an empty bio. Even though that irritates me and I don't like when people do that. You know what? I've grown. I've evolved. This man doesn't have anything in his bio, but he's quite attractive. And I want to see what he's about. So... I'm going to, you know, see if he's interested in moving forward and getting to know each other. So I give him my number 
something I don't do, but I was like, you know, I'm about to delete this app. So here's my number. If you're interested, um, call me. So, of course, he didn't call. He texted. And so I was like, OK, Alante, you're not going to give this guy a lecture because he didn't call you like you said. OK, so text back. And so I text back and I asked him questions that would typically be in someone's bio. Literally asked things like, so um, where, what, what city do you live in? And, you know, what do you do for work or like what's your availability like? Um, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, how long have you been in Texas? Because I could tell that he was African. Um, and have you lived anywhere else outside of Texas in the United States? And it was maybe like six questions, all very basic surface level questions. And he responded with, oh, this is too much. You're doing too much. I, I, I'll pass. I'm, I'm good. And I was so confused. I was like, what? I'm doing too much. I just asked you like six basic surface level questions that will typically be answered in your bio. And you're telling me I'm doing too much. And so we ended up, you know, going our separate ways very quickly because I was doing too much. He didn't like the fact that um, I was going to I was asking him questions. And then so on the app, I went back to the app to delete him from the app. And he was like, yeah. You need to learn how to text or something he said I need to do. He was like, you don't text people like that and ask them all those, ask them questions like that. And in my mind and many others, that's how you get to know somebody. And so as a matter of fact, for experiment, because I couldn't help myself, I copy and pasted my text and sent it to somebody else, you know, like a random person who I hadn't, I didn't know much about who had been texting me just to see how they responded. And this man loved my text messages and gratefully responded to every question. You know, like he was like, you know, I'm so happy you asked me all that. Like, thank you so much. Getting things started, blah, 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 this and that. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm not crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nothing about these questions were intrusive um, or just like being nosy. They were all just basic questions and things that you would want to know about somebody when you first start talking to them, just getting to know somebody. And but, yeah, this guy told me I was doing too much. And then so we stopped talking and I did tell him, like, hey, you need to open up your mind a little bit because this is how you get to know somebody. Um, This is basic surface level questions. And I'm really sorry that you think it's too much. And that you don't want to move forward or you can't even find it in your heart to be like, okay, this girl is, she moves fast. If that's what you think, you know, you could just be like, okay, she moves a little faster than I do. We don't have to talk about that. I'm going to have to let her know, like, this is what I like. You know, I don't mind asking, answering those questions, but I would prefer if she asks them in person or she wait until we can be face to face or have a FaceTime or whatever. He was just like, I'm done. Don't want to talk to you because you asked me these six basic questions. And I was just like, hey, guy, like, um, I don't know what your experience has been like in the past um, or how you communicate or how you get to know someone. But I meant no harm or ill intent by asking you those basic surface level questions. And I'm sorry that you don't want to move forward. But I hope that after this, you can open up your mind a bit and understand that everyone is not like you and everyone doesn't think like you and do things the way that you do and communicate the way that you communicate. And especially since he was originally from somewhere in Africa, right? And then later I talked to my friend about this situation and she was like, he probably thought that you were trying to figure out if he had his visa. And I was like, what? She was like, he was African. You know, a lot of Africans out here, um, marrying women and claiming they in love with women just so they can get their visa and, you know, and things like that. And he probably thought that you were being, you know, you were kind of tiptoeing around that and wanted to ask him if he was a citizen. I was like, wow, that was nowhere on my mind, but it makes sense. And if that is what he was thinking, that would explain why he responded the way he did. 
However, that wasn't the case. And so all he needed to do was ask for some clarity, like, what made you ask me all of those questions? And I would have said, I'm simply trying to get to know you. We can definitely have a phone conversation and let these things just come out organically or we can meet in person. However, I asked you to call me and you didn't. You sent me a text. And so I'm just sending you a text back. And these are the things that I usually know before talking to someone. And, you know, and but he didn't ask for clarity. He didn't open his mind. And so things did not evolve with this very handsome man, which is fine. It wasn't meant to be. Um, that was the first time something like that happened to me where I asked the guy some questions and he was like, oh, you're doing too much. I was like, what? You know what? There's one other person in my life who told me that I do too much in terms of text messaging. And that person is 19 years old <laughs> uh, and he is my little brother and he cannot stand communicating with me. And so, you know, now when I think about it, there is a difference between generations, you know, and communication styles and adult communication versus childlike communication, just to be quite honest. And so if I'm on this level of top tier adulting communication and I'm talking to someone who is more, you know, in a adolescent stage, a childlike level of communication, and then I hop up in their inbox with all this adulting, they're looking at me like, you crazy, you doing too much, you lost me, I don't have time for that, because they aren't there, they don't get it, they don't understand, and so when I think about it like that, it makes so much sense, and it is important to know, which I've said before, that you need to know who you're talking to. What do they like? What don't they like? Where is their mind at? So hopefully we're doing more of that. We're getting more into getting to know people for who they are. And so after the image, the content, um, the dialogue, hopefully people are allowing the dialogue and it's flowing naturally and you have things in common and you're both being intrigued by the conversation and things are just going and you're getting to know each other. The vibe is right. And then you're like, okay, it's time for date night, right? And with COVID-19 going on and a lot of places being closed and things not being open or available, I hate to break it to you, but that's no excuse. <laughs> if you want to date somebody, you will figure something out. Um, creativity is a real thing. And you have to allow yourself to think outside of the box when it comes to what can we do? Where can we go? And make sure that you're involving the other person's needs and wants with yours and kind of taking turns doing things that you each like to do. Um and something that I thought of the other day, I was laying in my bed and I was like, man, you know what? It would be really nice for a guy to do this. And I was like, I ain't never had that before. Where does that come from? Why do I think that that? Because if I was a man, that's the kind of things that I would do. <laughs> and um, and that thing that I was laying, think about, I'm sorry, oh, was... If I was a man, I would be like, hey, what is it going, what's going on in your life right now or what's happening in your life right now that you feel like you could use some extra help or support in or what's the goal that you had on your, your list of things to accomplish and you haven't been able to for, you know, A or B or C or whatever, like what is it that you want to do when you're being held back? If somebody asks me that right now, Oh, you know, I would be like, you know, I want to do this. I need to do this. And I need to do this. Like, however, I don't have the time for this because of this. I don't have the knowledge for this because of this. And I don't have the money for this because of this, you know, whatever. Um, and then if I was a man, 
I would be like, well, how about I provide the resource for this, the money for this and the time for this or one or the other? Like, I'd be like, what? That might be the one right there. That's who I'm a compromise for. <laughs> right. So um, get creative. You know, maybe she doesn't have time. Maybe she's not interested in doing anything that you want to do or not because she's not interested in those activities. But, you know, she just doesn't feel like getting out right now or she's really busy with her own goals and ambitions. And it's hard for you to get her to take some time away from what she's trying to focus on accomplishing. And so maybe you can insert yourself in what she has going on in some way, shape or form by being a source of support in some way. Um, cause I know a lot of men have in their mind, oh, her back hurt. Oh, you know, her hip hurt, her feet hurt. Let me go give you a, let me come give you a foot massage. Let me come give you a back massage or, you know, but I mean, that's fine. And that's really sweet. Thank you. However, um, it's so like typical and I'm not saying it's played out because we still need those back rubs and foot rubs. But when you're just getting to know somebody, you know, and trying to figure out how you feel about them or if you like them. Women are kind of wanting you to be a little more creative now. And if all you can do is touch on my body and offer physical pleasure, then maybe this is not what I want it to be or I desire at this time. And I don't have time for you. Right. But if you were saying something like, you know, I heard you were or you said, I remember you saying you were having trouble accomplishing this. Can I help you by? You know, I got a friend who does this and I'll pay for his services or um, I got some money. I can help you fund this or um, I have time to work on that. I know you don't have time to do it, but I can come over and I can, you know, work on that while you work on that thing. And we can be in the same space and still be having quality time and still be getting your goals accomplished, you know, because I don't really have anything that I'm working on at this time. Like. Whatever it may be like, and that's very creative. I don't know if it's creative because that's what I was laying up thinking about the other night. And that's what I need somebody to do. But I think that a lot of other women would also appreciate that. Like a lot of men post like wise of money on their profiles or they talk about their money in their bio. Like they'll say something like, I got money, don't ask for, or no, I'm not about to cash up you, or something they say about money. And it's like, don't even bring it up or show it if you ain't trying to give it to me. Like, flat out, period. <laughs> Let's not talk about it if you ain't got it to give. Um, and that's just kind of like common sense because everybody needs some money. Rather, you just wanted to donate, you wanted to give to somebody else or you owe somebody, or you want to get a bill paid up, or you're behind on some bills, or you want to buy a new gadget, or whatever the case may be, everybody could benefit from having a few extra dollars. So the fact that you're flashing it with no intent on giving it, it's just disrespectful. Don't do that. Now, the next few chapters of the book go into date night, Who's paying for the date night, what your intent is, your next steps and some bonus chapters of like, don't be that guy where I went into detail and describing different situations with different people and why things didn't work out and some guidance or wisdom for ladies and men at the end of the book. And so I want to talk briefly about intent because I've had a few conversations with different people just in the past few weeks about intent. And what's a common thread is that women are like, I want to talk about it because I don't know what his intent is. However, things are really good right now. And I feel like if I bring that up, he's going to kind of be thrown off or things are going to get weird between us. And then the men are like, listen, women need to be more patient. It's levels to this thing. Right now, we're in level one. 
when it's time for level two, she'll know. And I'm just like, Lord, <laughs> I can't wait to get y'all on the show so we can just talk more about this. Because I'm a like, say what you want, say what you mean, say what you need kind of person and just put it out there. Um, but I see that a lot of people are like um, kind of tiptoeing around these topics and walking on eggshells and not wanting things to change or things to crack um, because things are going so good and women are having some anxiety or unfulfilled desires because they can't have these conversations or they don't feel comfortable having these conversations and men are just kind of going with the flow of things being their simple selves and moving on as they do without cares or worries in the world and so in terms of intent what does that conversation look like how do you know one's intent for me to avoid the awkward, what is your intent in the beginning? I mean, in the like middle and when things are going so well, I ask it right up front. What do you want from me? <laughs> uh, I don't ask it like that, y'all. But more so like, okay, so what, what are we doing here? Um, this is where I'm at in my life. This is who I am and this is what I'm ready for. Um, I don't know if you're that guy, but I'm open to it. However, you need to let me know the moment you decide we're dating or you think I have the potential to be your girlfriend or you want me to focus on just you exclusively and with purpose of being your girlfriend in the future, you need to let me know. You need to say that because, again, I'm not one of assumptions. I need clarity. Tell me what you want. Tell me, you know, how I can help. And so I might be talking to a guy, you know, and then we have met up a couple times, like two times. And I'm like, OK, hey, just so you know, I don't make assumptions um, just because things are going well between us and the vibe is right. I'm not going to assume that you're only dating me, you're talking to me or that, you know, uh, you want me to be your girlfriend or that we're on the path of being boyfriend and girlfriend here soon. Um, I need you to talk to me. I need you to tell me how you're feeling. Tell me what you need. And, you know, tell me when you want me to only focus on us. And, you know, when it's, a, it's literally a conversation. And so that's how I do things. Um, and then I also do things like, hey, so just so you know, I'm not interested in uh, this being anything more than a friendship. And I want to make sure that you know that because I don't want you to be confused. I don't want to be confused myself. I don't want us to get off track or, you know, be on different pages. And I really like you as a friend. And I want to make sure you know that and that we're on the same page. Like, and you know, and some men are like, okay, yes, totally. Like, yes, yeah, same thing I'm on. I get it. We do spend a lot of time together. Um, we are really close. We talk on the phone every day. Uh, so I see why you wanted to have that conversation. And thank you. Some men are like, really? Like you done friend zone me already? <laughs> you know, like, can, is there any way I can get out of the friend zone? You know, and then we go from there. Um, so make sure you are understanding or knowing that the intent needs to be shared. We need to know. I don't know about men. But women, we need to know what is the intent of this thing that we're doing here. And so if you're a man and you're listening to this, be mindful that a woman needs to know your intent. And so the sooner you share it, the better. However, if it's not being shared, she's thinking about it. And this is not to say that all women are having anxiety about intent. No, because some women are not thinking about intent and they're just going with the flow and they're in their single phase of dating and they have no intentions on being in a relationship or singling or making someone exclusive. So they're not thinking about what somebody's intent is with them because their intent is just to have fun. And so I'm not saying that all women need to know. I'm saying that it's something on our minds and it would be nice if we knew. So think about your intent when you're dating someone. And then ladies, you too. 
you know, know what you need and what you want. And I think it's best to share your intent up front. However, if it works better for you to wait till things get a little more serious and then talk about intent. okay, Um, that's fine, too. I don't do things like that just simply because I don't want to invest in my time and feelings and invest in all of my efforts into this one person with intent on it evolving into something more only to find out after date 10, date 12, month five, that they have no intent on being in a relationship anytime soon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, uh, would have been helpful to know that up front, but okay. Um, so that's why I choose to talk about intent in the beginning. And I'll let people know that I need you to let me know the moment you decide your intent has moved from level one phase friendship to more. And with that being said, when you are in your single dating stage and you are happy to be single and you prefer to be single and so you're dating multiple people I just want to say that this is what worked for me and I don't know what's working for everybody else but I can't wait to talk about it (laughs) when I was single and I wanted to be single I was having a good time And I was just dating multiple people at the same time because I wanted to. And that's what worked for me. I had no intent on being in a relationship with one person. And so it was easy and it was kind of fun. However, now that's not who I am. I've grown. I've evolved. And I just don't have the energy or capacity to be dating multiple people like that with intent on making one of them my man. Because for me, I'm giving 100% of who I am, right? Because I'm trying to figure out who my husband is or who my life partner or my soulmate or my one true love is. So I don't want to be giving him 20% of me or 30% or 50 or 80% of me because I'm kind of stretched thin because I got this guy and that guy and this guy on the team. And I'm kind of like trying to schedule my time out between all five of them and, you know, date all five of them at the same time. So maybe the one who I really like is only getting 50% of me because I'm giving the other 10 here, the other 20 here and the other 20 here, you know? And so I don't want to do that anymore. I just can't. Even if I wanted to, I don't think I could because that's just not where I'm at now. But so I say that to say that it's important to know where somebody is in their life. You know, are they able to extend themselves to multiple different people while they focus on you or try to focus on you? Or when they're focused on you, they're focused on you. But when they're not focused on you, uh, who are they focused on? You know, and so... Have these conversations with people. Don't make assumptions. When She's Gotta Have It came out, I don't know if anybody listening is familiar with She's Gotta Have It. When that first came out, my cousin immediately texted me and said, oh my God, this is you. You have to watch it. (laughs) And I started watching it and I never even finished She's Gotta Have It. I need to go back and finish it. But I literally could relate. It was so me, just like my cousin said. Um, and during that time in my life, when I had to have it, it was good times. That's the space that I was in. I don't regret it. Um, I remember the details and I enjoyed it. And I'm happy that I had the opportunity to experience that phase of my life. Uh, God bless my twenties. Um, so I just think that it's important that we communicate with each other and we get to know these things about a person and learn who they are, what they want. We're being more direct. We are being a little more open in our bios, on our dating apps and sharing pictures, our good, showing our good side, showing things that or telling things that is important for a person who may be our significant other in the future 
things that they might need to know before they decide to make us a priority in their life or, you know, these are the things that are important to me. These are my values and this is my intent. So I want to make sure we have some similar shared values and make sure our intent is the same and see if we can work on this thing uh, together and see if we can evolve together. And so I am, you know, really an advocate for things that happen organically as well. Uh, And you just kind of met somebody at work and y'all just kind of hit it off and start hanging out and, you know, things happen like that. I saw a post the other day, a woman who is 54 years old and she's successful, she's well off and she just married her best friend. And he's been her like best friend for the last 10 years. And he has been on her side while she's been dating all of these other men who were not the right person for her. And he kind of was there during all of her heartbreaks, during all of her first dates with all these different people, during all of the let me pick myself back up and get back out here in these streets. And, you know, when he had been her friend, the strictly platonic friend the entire time and he finally just proposed to her and she realized like, wow, like, you know, like I had no idea that my best friend was the love of my life, you know, until recently. And oh my God, we've been through so much together and we had no intent or desire or, you know, I didn't know like he's he's been fine, <laughs> you know, the whole time. But we just naturally became friends. And I didn't know that 10 years later, he would be my husband after I've shared all of my deepest, darkest secrets with him. And he know all of my drama and all of my dating scenes. And, you know, he knows all of that. So um, I love those stories, too, where, you know, men just take their time and women take their time. And we just go through life the way we go through life. And things happen as they should organically when they should. It's not always on our time. Right. But it's always on time. So be mindful of that, you know, as we are all on these journeys, whether it is being single and waiting and wanting and desiring someone or being single and being at peace and being like, I don't need nobody in my space. I'm focused on me right now or being single and being like, you know what? I'm in my like single and dating phase of like having fun. I'm dating multiple people with the intent on not settling down with none of them. And that's okay for me. And we will not judge. That is perfectly fine. Um, Or you're in a relationship and you're in love and learning to love deeper with your significant other. Or, you know, maybe you're in a relationship and you're wondering about that polyamorous life, (laughs) you know, or whatever it is. Um, I hope I can get somebody on the show who is polyamorous and I think I have someone in mind. So I'm looking forward to that. And this is going to be so, so exciting. So I just wanted to say a little bit about my book and do an episode where I talk about the book. And so this was that. And to answer that question that I mentioned in the beginning, did I have someone, one person? No. If you read the book, you will see that my journeys in California were not boring by any means and that I was very active in terms of dating. I dated a lot of men and I don't want you to be like, oh, she was having sex with all these men. No, that's not the case. When I say dating, I mean literally like courting, getting to know people, going out to dinner, going out and taking hikes and going on walks and going to Dave and Buster's and having picnics and things like that. Every date does not involve sex. And so I want you to be mindful of that and just understand that I was on a dating spree in California. Um, There was a couple years, one or two years where I didn't date anyone at all. Um, And so like for the year this book came out, I'm not, I don't remember what year it came out. Uh, But the year this book came out, the year after that was a no dating year for me. So either I was dating multiple people or I was dating nobody. And there were times, which I also talk about in the book, where I had one person 
where I was focused on. And so I wasn't dating multiple people at the same time. I was dating one person. Um, and I talk about that one person in terms of, you know, what went right, what went wrong and things like that in the book. So uh, check it out. Swipe left, swipe right. Conversations and solutions for men who don't get replies or can't secure the girl. Thank you so much for vibing with me on this beautiful Monday, listening in and being intrigued or entertained. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Please post in the comments or join me on Instagram. Right now I am in a, I don't feel like talking. I don't feel like engaging um, in my introvert stage of things, but please do reach out and let me know what you're thinking, how you're feeling, what you want to hear what you can't wait in terms of the love series, what you can't wait for with our interviews. And if you want to be on the show because you have some fun things or interesting things or different perceptions or opinions that you want to share, please stop through. With love, gratitude, and opulence, I thank you so much for your time, your ears, and your mind. Please send any topic suggestions via Instagram, email, and or reviews. Check the show notes for details. Share more love by recommending this podcast and or hitting subscribe. Peace and blessings. Until next time.